Welcome to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Arnold Reasons. Tolly Talks. And we got Jonas the Beloved. Up in the building. Yeah, yeah, What's going yeah. on, guys? What's going on? Thank you for having me back. COVID secured. It. Yes. <laughs> oh, you got to say it. <laughs> yeah, but this could be, t- it could have been timeless, bro. Like, Literally. you don't need to let them know when we're recording. Actually, COVID could still be going. Like, <laughs> I hope it's not, but it could still be going. Listen. Literally. All I can say is that COVID can do what he what he wants to do. COVID has kind of been good to me because in COVID I've had uh, a lot of great things happening. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know about other people, but thank God. Mm. So back with another episode, and today we're going to be talking about something that is real interesting. So recently I was listening to a conversation between uh, American Christian. Uh, musician named Ruslan from King's Dream ENT and um, Belief as well another American CH or American Christian artist let's just say and so what they were speaking about was just this the pressure that exists or that some people have identified exists for Christians who make music to make music that is considered doctrinally sound and so music that is pretty much assessed in the same way you would whether where, as to whether a preacher is preaching truth or heresy or not and so what i wanted us to talk about is what our perspective is on whether as a christian who makes music mm. should all christians who make music be making music that is doctrinally just like literally preaching the gospel i'm gonna take them from genesis to revelation and lead them to the cross <laughs> or is there a space and place for christians who are musically gifted and musically inclined Mm. to make music that may not necessarily reference Jesus and the cross and the gospel in itself, Mm. but it's still out there. Mm. So I I think we have a good guest for this show. Because for those of you who don't know, Jonas is also a musician. At Jonas the Beloved. Find him on all platforms. Yeah. And I think because if correct me if i'm wrong but i mm. think you've also done stuff where like people would play, would pay you to come play music at yeah. like weddings but it might not be yeah. christian music mm. yeah so i think we actually have quite a good guest for this so i'm actually gonna open up for you and say what do you think um to be honest for me i think it depends um what you do uh, okay there there are some artists who are out there who um tend to take their um job as if it is just like an another day at the office mm. like okay you know what i'm going to work there's no such thing as a christian job you know when you go out to work you know Pass working any. working no, per- True, 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 true. It is a function and a job at the same time. You know? <laughs> know Except the uh, monthly salary is a little bit on... Uh, <laughs> depends on the amount of customers. Oh, sorry. Members. Wow. <laughs> okay, my bad. My punters? bad, guys. Punters? Ooh, Anybody say punters? <laughs> Talk about it. So, um... Uh, but jokes aside, just a joke, guys. I had a friend of mine on Facebook. Yeah, this is just a joke. Um, he wasn't happy with something I posted, and he started calling me. He's like, "Okay, you pastors do this." He says, "Oh yeah, I see. This is what you need more uh, members. Oh, sorry, customers uh, in your church." I thought, "Okay, uh, all right, wow. okay. Uh, well, thank you very much for yeah. reminding me. Yes, we need more souls." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, some people, some artists, tend to take this as a job. 
so they when they doing it it's like they could be making music um, outside of the church and it's not necessarily Christian music and I don't think it's a bad thing I just I just think is if you're gonna do Christian music and you call yourself a Christian rapper mm-hmm. or a Christian uh, singer or musician mm-hmm. then your music should be Christian mm-hmm. do you know what I mean But, if, okay if, so if sorry that's your when you say your music should be Christian mm-hmm. what does that mean yeah. your music should be actually doctrinally correct it means that on eradicated uh, uh, upon uh, the resurrection of Jesus Christ that means your music should be Christ centered mm. if you're singing something it should be actually pure gospel good news mm. that's what it should be it shouldn't be you know today you're singing about God the next day you're just singing about um, you know you know I saw her on the floor and then I decided to pick her up I picked them up and then it doesn't really make sense it what? doesn't really relate to people I mean I hear some of the I'm music confused. listen 2020 so, music right <laughs> coronavirus type of music let me tell you something wow. you know that's that pandemic music but, like but, but, but did she have a mask on <laughs> <laughs> no sorry bro to cut you yeah, yeah, the thing ahead. is I have I have I used to listen to a lot of so-called christian musician mm. okay and i was a bit confused mm. at times mm. that is you're like is this christian music or not because christian music inspires okay there is the prophetic side of it side of it which is to encourage you to uplift you you know to bring you to a sense of knowing that god is with you you know he's never going to leave you he's never going to forsake you or to encourage you to do better But if you say you're a Christian musician, a musician, you know, if you say that mm. and you, you go around, maybe particularly to churches, and you're not singing Christian music, that is not doing Christian music. Mm. But you can be a Christian musician or play an instrument and then go to a wedding and play Head Sheeran song. That mm. is nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. And I, and I think that's also the difference, right? Because, well... I know like we joke with like rap songs and stuff like that. Oh, those are the worst. But like for me, like as a Christian, I would feel funny promoting that and pumping that out and that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. But I also think it's different when you make your own music. That is your contribution to the world. Yeah. Mm. You know, so for me, it's like, and this is where I get a bit torn because I understand that we ideally, I well, ideally is the wrong word but like preaching the gospel and putting that in our music mm. is great mm. but is there also a place for people so let's say for example you go on x factor yeah right and you sing a song that might not be overtly about god yeah right mm. but you're christian mm. it's a wholesome song mm. and you actually are promoting calling people out bro no am I? <laughs> who am i calling out you might not know it but oh. <laughs> anyway go on, go on, go on. <laughs> yeah yeah But, but didn't he actually do a Christian song on there or no? I don't know if all of them were, were they? Oh, I'm not naming. We're not naming. Oh, okay. No, because no, yeah, the, the X Factor thing is a serious thing, right? Yeah, because yeah. I think you can be on X Factor and be Christian and be singing songs that aren't necessarily overtly Christian, mm. but they're also not trash. Mm. You know, you might just be talking about life experiences and how you've journeyed or whatever it is. Yeah. And people could connect in with that. Yeah. But if you start talking about God in that kind of way, some people might really switch off. Mm. But that might actually be a good introduction for them to then have some of those conversations mm. you know when maybe when they start following you on instagram and they start to engage more with your content they might see other stuff yeah yeah you know so is there a place for that so this is the interesting thing so going back to the point that jonas was making about some christians doing it as a job right yeah if we now look at other 
ways other jobs that we do as christians so for example i work in compliance uh, somebody else might work in a bank somebody else might work in a bakery the question i think that comes up is if the expectation is for a professing christian who's doing it as a job to put out all of the doctrinal stuff do we put that same sort of a pressure or that same sort of expectation rather on all of the rest of the jobs we do so for example in my workplace i'm only doing my job as a christian properly if i am overtly preaching the gospel to people in my workplace like is that a, is that a fair expectation to be had on that side if that's what's expected of christian musicians who I'm are not doing sure it as a job? I, I curious like question in a way you're paying for content if you mm. see what I mean. I like do. when I listen to a Christian rapper, yeah. part of me is listening to him because he is a Christian rapper. 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 Yeah. And I know that saying, the yeah. words that I get, I, I, exactly. I should be happy to sing them. Yeah. Like if I'm singing like some random song, I know that every time I'm singing, I'm kind of like, mm, 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 mm. but if I'm listening to a Christian rap song, yeah. it's just like even with worship songs, you know when there's the worship songs where they say this off key thing and you're like, you're singing, you're like, mm, 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 yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know, like you don't want to sing the words because you know it's okay exactly yeah, yeah no it's true it's true because i did say this to one of my a friend of mine so listen if i wanted to listen to burner boy i'll go and listen to burner boy yeah yeah like don't don't be a christian and you're trying to be another world worldly rapper yes. if you're a christian or a worldly musician if you're a christian the content the word because christianity is not the music rather that's powerful mm. it's okay first is the word Mm. the word within the music and then the music follows do you know what i mean because it's to us is the word because our confession we hold on to the profession according to hebrews we hold on to our profession or our confession mm. which is mm. very important but like you know if i'm listening to to uh, to like you know totally and i have this song you know this particular person that we know wrote a song that every time you know person is singing it like we're like okay i'm gonna I'm start praying tongues now you know <laughs> like i'm not singing that part no 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 that's that's not jesus but you know what i mean it's like you expect the music to be doctrinally sound, sound. but I, I think unfortunately most christians are probably quicker they so want to relate with the world yeah while we were not called to relate with the world we were called to actually save the world but i, I think that also people don't necessarily always know that what they're singing isn't doctrinally sound because i don't think people actively want to put out Sing. stuff that's not doctrinally sound like when we think about Knowledge, what yeah. we're doing on the podcast yeah like if somebody said to me actually look this this and this you said was biblically correct i'd be like mortified yeah because <laughs> i'm not trying to, to pop do out that stuff of course yeah, yeah. that is gonna because you're gonna mislead people yeah and i don't think that people want to do that but I also feel like sometimes in music, people also don't understand the power behind what they're doing. Sometimes they just write from what they feel, mm. you know, but we've had times where we're talking about your songs mm. and we're like, is this actually biblically sound? But I don't know if people actually do that with- All of their music. No, in their writing process, like, is this actually so, real? So yeah. question, what I was gonna say is, I get the point about people who identify themselves specifically as a Christian artist. So meaning like as in like a, i'm a christian hip-hop artist for example but what about somebody who doesn't necessarily label themselves that but would identify 100 percent as a christian they're in the faith they believe in jesus and the gospel however they they just like to do music in general 
and their music isn't necessarily something that is targeted towards Christians and the church. But who's it targeted towards then? If they just say they just like to make music, it's just because for anybody to enjoy. They just see it as art. But I also feel that like even in our everyday speech and stuff like that, mm. right, we should be aiming to speak in line with the word. Yeah. Like it shouldn't be like I'm saying stuff that goes against the word anyway. But this is the thing. I think that the person that we're speaking about in that situation could put if the, if they are someone who genuinely identifies as a Christian, mm. if their music even if their music isn't overtly like hi, come to the cross, Jesus is the, the way, truth and the life. Mm. Even if it's not that, it may be. I would expect that if the inward work that has been done in you is based on salvation and Jesus, then that's going to naturally pour out into the art that you make. Mm. So in the same way that, mm. for example, you can have a business, like I've got a business, for example, mm. that doesn't have a sign on the front that says, hi, we're Christians, quote unquote. Mm. But when you look at the way we conduct ourselves in business, it's mm. all based on approaching it with a kingdom perspective. And so it doesn't mean that at the end of every customer transaction, I give them a tract and say to them, you know, come to Jesus. Because some, yeah. some people are under, innit? But... <laughs> Let me tell you, yeah, so when I, when, I, when I was starting my consultancy, yeah, I yeah. was like, it's called Dunamis. I'm fully about this thing. And like, I remembered I had this one client. She was not Christian at all. Yeah. And she was actually from my work. Yeah. And like, we sat down and like, I was like, oh, I'm Christian, so I'd like to pray. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I only ever had one session with that woman because it was so it was just it was just too much it wasn't the right thing to do I had a real I had zeal and I was yeah. like yeah, let's pray and did it yeah she's like nope nope it's such an interesting thing because I remember um, in in our first year of marriage probably like I think a month after me and Nash got married we went to um, a retreat called the Wilberforce Academy. Shout out Christian Concern. If you heard about, the, if you don't know about it, Google it. Wilberforce Academy was amazing. Yeah. But one of the things that was spoken about on that retreat, which has stayed with me, mm. is the distinction between bread that is made for the body, mm. as in bread for that's made mm. for believers, and then bread that is made for the world. I like because that. I think. I honestly if you ask my position mm. and it's it's one that I've struggled with to actually land and outwardly say yeah this is where I would place my my um, cards on the table mm. but I do believe that we need a clearer distinction when it comes to Christians who make music because mm. I think we have this general umbrella where it's like if you identify as a Christian and you so happen to make music then you better come correct with your your sermon but your preaching and everything else yeah and, and this is what I'm saying yeah. but I think there's a place i think for those who identify and who like, it's, it's where are you called to because in the same way like off out of music you have people who play their position to preach and teach the christians who are converted directly to help them grow mm. but then you also have evangelists mm. and i think that <laughs> i think that there's a place for that even in the music world mm. where there are certain people within the body who may well be positioned on the line mm. between the saved and the unsaved mm. and almost like i imagine almost like it's literally they're standing at the door mm. just throwing some things out there to try and just draw the birds in and then lead them into the house mm. i think there's really a place for that because but i also think that as christians we need to know what are we at in terms of what we need to eat got you go on expand on that. I mean, because 
for me it's like there might be some artists who are just like that yeah yeah some and this is another thing which is slightly controversial there there are some churches yeah that are actually like come that, on come right? on go because, there bro. and those are the ones that get called like seeker sensitive yeah and all this yeah kind of yeah stuff. yeah but yeah actually yes they're yeah. meant to be helping people to transition yeah 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 you know it's just like for example there's different gyms yeah there's a yeah. gym that i can go to when i'm like 15 and i'm just figuring my way yeah and then there's a gym where i need a 50 kg dumbbell yeah I'm definitely not there right now but <laughs> but do you see what i mean just to yeah. clarify just just to let people know that's the biggest number i could think of yeah. but but what i'm saying is that there are there's food for the different stages mm. there are places for the different stages mm. you know so i think that sometimes as christians we can bash some of those places yeah. which are really good at meeting people in that earlier Come stage. Because if you take them to somewhere where people are speaking in tongues and doshing people in the Holy Spirit, <laughs> they're going to freak out they're and they're going to run. Because someone actually told me that. Yeah. They went somewhere and they were like speaking in tongues and da da da. And they're just like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> you haven't even told them about the gospel yet. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. they need some nice lights and a smoke machine and some music. <laughs> it's okay. Like, it's actually okay. That's a really good point. And I think probably something that feeds into that is how well we as a body have mobilized because i think it takes it's an important thing to identify the different types of churches mm. but then it's another thing to be able to say okay if this is the seeker friendly church that is focused on mm. getting people through the door that means you don't have to who, go there yeah it means you don't have to go there but more more to the point like who is the church that is going to partner with them and collaborate with them to say okay What's the where process? do people graduate to exactly. and how do we make them graduate exactly. do you get what i'm saying exactly. because part of i think one of the issues that i know does exist is this hoarding mentality of members hmm. which shouldn't exist if we pay attention to the wider body at large and the fact that yes we may have a community that gathers here but there's a place for recognizing that everything about god is not expressed in its fullness here and there may be a place to allow people to get up move on and go elsewhere mm. and get what they need there as well so so yeah. i think um for me when i that's where pastors do come in mm. because pastors and what you call bishops because they are stationary most of the time mm. in terms of like looking after the sheep to feed them mm. and you will notice that the apostle paul whenever he would write books um, or letters he would say things like i long to come and see you mm. so that i may impart gifts spiritual gifts and the word spiritual there gifts there the, the word gifts there means charisma mm. um so but how was he going to impart that to them um was not just by the laying on of hand like he's laying on laying hands on them no but what he was going to do was to teach them because what, and then towards the end, you will see he says, so that all of you and you and I may come to the same understanding mm. of who Christ is. Mm. So the point of teaching people to, is not to leave them there. Yeah. It's to take them from one place to a growth place so that two years later, they are not the same people. Yeah, yeah, and then they yeah. go out in the world, also evangelize, bring more people. So the church becomes a training not only a training center mm. but a equipping center because according to ephesians 4 11 mm. which says that he gives some to be apostles prophets evangelists pastors and teachers or pastoring teachers for the equipping of the saints mm. you know what i mean so people are equipped so but also there is the other thing where if someone who's in church who's an artist who has not really sat down to understand what really christianity is all about mm. goes out start to sing music 
they assume that Christianity is this way, is that way, and therefore sing just anything. Mm. And therefore the things that they're singing about doesn't necessarily edify people. And so, you know, and then you have those people who are really well versed in, in the scriptures who are like, uh, man, what is he talking about? Like, mm. and then you have the ones who are not like, oh my God, this is my song. <laughs> oh, this is my jam. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, but, but no... that's the thing though. Mm. Haven't you heard songs from seasons past and yeah. realized that you're not in that place anymore? Oh yeah, mm. right. Because mm. that's how it works. Like as your understanding develops, the same things that got you in certain ways, they don't get you anymore. Yeah. So, in- interesting one to even add on that. There's certain songs that I can think of. Um, I can't think of one right now. I can think of an artist though. That the lyrics. I'll tell you one now. I've got hundreds <laughs> right now in my head. The lyrics <laughs> will almost speak about being in a in a place where they're struggling Mm. for example with sin Mm. or struggling with finding themselves coming back to an addiction Mm. or something that they they know as a christian they ought not to do basically and i've always felt a bit funny about hearing that kind of music because i've wondered to myself okay i get that this that's where this person's at and i'll be honest like if that's if i'm on like radio on spotify and one of those songs comes up more time than not i skip it and it's not because I'm knocking the person for what they're saying because I guess it's they're recording where they were at. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's more a case of for me as a listener, if I know that I'm not in that place and I know it's not a place that I want to encourage myself to be in, I'm just skipping. But but I think it depends on for me how they round out the song because there are some songs, yeah, that yeah. it's just like it's mm. a lamentation. But yeah, like, but that, that's yeah. literal lamentation. Yeah. And for me, that's not edifying for me. Yeah, yeah. Right? But, <laughs> I know, but that's that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about as in there is no resolve. Like but, but for me it's like what what's your purpose of that music? Because I also feel right that yeah. sometimes there are some songs that are worship songs. Yeah. That it's not worship. Yeah. You're literally yeah. just talking about your feelings. Yeah. You're not yeah. worshiping God. <laughs> yeah. You're just yeah. saying that's how a you Drake feel. song. Yeah. <laughs> that's and, like Christian uh, Drake. So then so then the question is do do you think that it's right for that type of music to be made i i think it depends on so like for example that andy minio song that we went through yeah right someone else listened to that honest song, moments honest moments and yeah. they were like but where is that resolve because he was really just processing yeah he literally he was, was yeah. processing mm-hmm. and for me that's not a song that i would say for me, I would necessarily listen to to like get myself like pumped up on the goodness of God. Yeah, yeah. Right. For me, that is this is a Christian guy talking about his struggles. Yeah. To a dope beat. Yeah, yeah. Right. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But also, I realized that that person listened to it, and the way it affected them was different. Yeah. Right. Because I'm talking from a place of I'm not in that place. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's really I like Andy Minio, so for me to hear him, it's interesting. God, yeah. Sorry. No, that's that's where now a friend of mine used to talk about this that revelation is progressive mm. um because that person's revelation of who god is because revelation is is it's actually revelation about god yeah or about christ yeah. you know or about who the father is to you so the more revelation you have or understanding of who god is to you also will determine the place that you are yeah you know what i mean mm. so like i remember i put a song for tolu uh, it was a, this american artist a long time probably about three years ago I was like, bro, listen to this song. And Todd was just like in the kitchen, in his kitchen, like, oh, oh, what is he talking about? What is he? Th-? I'm like, let's, okay, let's stop the song. Because <laughs> mm. couldn't get it because, you know, the place that he is or was at that time, you know, 
the the song the the Tolu could not relate to that because the songwriter was mourning and crying about their life the things that, there are songs i can't sing today i tell people listen you can sing it but i won't sing it i love the artist but no one to name names mm. you know but i said i won't be able to sing that now mm. because i understand that that's not what really when we look at the scriptures i understand the person probably was crying before the lord in particular some you know was struggling with something and then they personally release it so the, to, to your question to answer your question should those stop on music be made i think um we should allow what paul says let patience have its perfect work mm. like allow yourself to grow there are songs i thank god i never released them mm. <laughs> I changed most of my songs today. Yeah. <laughs> Tolu because, can tell you. Yeah, because there'd be songs that Jenny be singing. I'm like, that song didn't used to say that. that yeah. Used to say totally I changed different. it. <laughs> what, what was that one? Uh, I used to sing Where You Are, Lord, is where, where I, I want to be. be. <laughs> and now I don't sing Where I Want to Be because I know I'm I'm with him. I'm seated with him in the heavenly places. Mm. The, you know, and I, I don't think heaven is something that where we're going to go. Heaven is an immediate thing that you receive once you receive Christ. It's an experience because heaven is not a material a material place it matter it's rather any you know invisible place naked to the eyes but alive to the spirit so i'm like wait a minute okay based on that revelation so i'm with god at the moment i'm with him because you know paul said it jesus said it you will be to said it to the guy you'll be with me today in paradise so um so be, i will for me my advice to anybody who is trying to make music like that i would say wait until you really come out of that struggle so-called struggle or write from a place of where god is then rather than but, but i don't think there's anything wrong with writing from your struggle right because the song, the the psalms, psalms, yeah the psalms david is writing from his struggle but you and i know some of the stuff david said was wild yeah it yeah. was like okay it was but but the thing is bro is that the psalms encourage people today yeah right because remember also a lot of this is going to be looked at kind of in retrospect yeah so a lot of people will say this is where he was at and this is where he ended up ended up yeah do you see what i mean so That's for me I don't, I don't even have a problem with people writing it in the moment mm. you know i don't have a problem with that but it's also be conscious of the power and the impact that what you're writing has That's it. okay sorry bro sorry no, okay i just want to say um, what based on what Tolu said, I, now I remembered when I finished uh, looking at the book of Psalm, I realized David also grew in his mm. understanding of who God was. Mm. For instance, Psalm 3, because obviously the way the Psalm was put together shouldn't have been, but in Psalm 3, David was already grown, his son was after him, and then he says, Lord, how are they increased that troubles me? Many are they, beach. You know, say to my soul, there is no help with me in God, but thou, O Lord, a shield for me, my shield, my glory, and the, the, the lifter up of, of my, my head. head. Wait, but that's so, Psalm 3. Yeah. But you said that's later. So it's later, yeah. Wow. So now. In the timeline. In the timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because not in the Psalms, but in. Not in the Psalms, because it's out of Chronicles wow. where it was written. Now, when you bring it back in Psalms, it's in Psalm 3, right? Now, all these Psalms he wrote, when he was younger, you will see things. Oh, vindicate me. Pay them back, Lord. Crush them. <laughs> kill them. You know, bind them in the water. Bind them in the seat of prayer. <laughs> but when he's grown to yeah. his own son, he had mercy on his own son. That's what you see. 
He says, many are they because there was a guy who was insulting him. He says, you know, many are they which trouble me, but you, O oh Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, the lifter up of my head. So you can see the maturity of saying he doesn't really want to be focused on his enemies anymore because mm. he knows enemies will always be there. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. My point is grow in your in whatever you're going through. You realize that you you're getting more revelation, but you can't stop people from making music anyway. And this, so this is I was, what I was going to say is this is there's an interesting point that came up in that conversation I was listening to, which I think is very relevant. And what they were saying is that behind the Christian artists are individuals who are journeying in their faith and so there should be more space and grace given for for people to actually journey in their growth in the knowledge of truth and all of that kind of stuff but I think that comes back to the original question of are we expecting Christian artists to be held to the same standard yeah. as we do a preacher? Yeah. Because for me, a preacher is still learning and growing yep. in their Come understanding on. and their revelation. Mm. But at the end of the day, like you still need to study to show yourself approved. Like mm. you still need to. I'm sure there's sermons that we've all done that where we look back, we say, "Hello." Hundred percent. I'm glad that you, I'm <laughs> glad this one didn't go viral. Bro, like, no, no, but for real, for real, for real. And I and I feel like. But in a lot of ways, God is also very gracious because yeah. when you think back to those sermons, the feedback people gave was like, this was so helpful. I'm telling you. And then you listen back, you're like, what did you people eat? <laughs> like, <laughs> you ate rotten food? And Literally. But oh. God is gracious. Yeah. God is yeah. kind. God is merciful. Mm. And actually, he will make use of what you have yeah and he'll literally take your song that was about whatever or your sermon that was about whatever and speak to someone about something that's relevant to them so question before we uh, we, 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 we kind of you know uh, disband yeah <laughs> <laughs> now um, Christian artists versus artists who are not Christian mm. but tend to sing Christian tend to like what? include Christian music there. explain because for instance what Stormzy wow yes I just put it out there because it's the first person I, I was gonna go there yeah like blinded by his grace blinded by his grace but okay but is Stormzy Christian or is he not Christian apparently I think, he is I think he would identify as a Christian okay people like Brian McKnight who sang many of any all of his albums you'll put like one Christian song there telling that I'm coming back home I'm like bro you've been coming back home for nine albums bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like sorry Brian but, sorry no, but, <laughs> no, but, but here's the thing right it's because I don't know what their walk with God actually is or is not yeah right? exactly so I, the way I see it is that you can tell me that you're Christian and like it's even the same with the Kanye thing right mm-hmm. is that look for all of that time, yeah, people are saying this and that. And I'm saying, look, I hope that Kanye is saved. Yeah. I hope that Stormzy is saved. Yeah. I hope Brian has made it back home after 15 albums. <laughs> yeah. But where I need to engage with it is this. Hmm. For me, does that music edify me? Yeah. Or does it do something bad to me? Hmm. Because I can't be listening to Brian McKnight for that one song and then having the rest of the album messing me up. <laughs> yeah, 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 like 50 yeah, yeah. Cent, right? 50 Cent was my guy. And he get he put out that song like, God give me style, God give me grace. And I'm like, yeah, that's my job. I can listen to the album because of that one song. But the rest of it is like, F this, F that. Yeah, exactly. You know, but I need to know for me, just because he said, because there's some Christian songs that I also can't listen to. 1000%. There's some that I can't. People who identify as Christian artists, worship leaders. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
They're, That's they're, real. So but for me, just because they say they're Christian doesn't mean that as you don't a Christian, get a pass. I have to imbibe all your music. I like yeah, that. Yeah, you don't get yeah. a pass, yeah. You don't get a pass. And I think that's that's the wisdom that all of us have to have is to know that whether someone identifies as a Christian or not, like you as a as an individual in your walk have to discern whether what you're listening to is something that's gonna edify and build you up or if it's something that's gonna literally sow seeds to send you buck wild and busting gun at all sorts of people <laughs> left, right and center. No, for real. Because <laughs> bruv, in those moments, what Because think about things, right? When we're talking, yeah. m- songs are going off in my head. 100%. Like when you say something, <laughs> yeah. only when we did the intros, yeah, yeah. there were just songs that just popped up like, <laughs> hello, you know, they're, they're in the archives. I'm here. Yeah. I haven't gone anywhere. Do you know what I'm saying? So when, I, when I'm growing up, yeah, and I'm in situations, and stuff's coming up and all I hear is like 50 in my head yeah 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 like what like you're like many men wish death upon me I'm like yeah you get in your feelings you're like all these people are hating on me start speeding you know what I'm saying like (laughs) my haters but hey no no one's trying to kill you like respond like a normal person who's in West Sussex like you're not in the Bronx (laughs) what's this it's like you're not gangster but what about also those like Christian churches who tend to take world music and put Christian lyrics to it. Like when I heard with this, Kiki, do you love me? It's like, Jesus, do you love me? I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> oh my like, I don't know how I'm going to put it in church. But bro, I, I kind of don't mind that because I get what they're trying to do. Yeah. Right? Like some of Attract those churches people. are in inner cities where that's all the music they know. Mm, so okay. if they hear something and it's been like repurposed, Okay, maybe they're that taking what the enemy meant for yeah, evil and exactly. using it for good. But if I'm hearing that song, what I'm thinking is Kiki, do you love me? And you're putting a song in my head that I didn't even need. Yeah, that's so that's why for me, it's, it might not be for me. And it's about who it's for. Exactly. Who's, who's, who's the target? Who's it for? And here's something. So there's a song I think it's called Pound Cake or something. Yeah. And I'd never heard the Drake or whatever yeah. version. I'd only ever heard the Christian yeah. version. And it's governor. Governor. I think it might be governor. I can't lie, that was I, crazy. It really? Yeah, I thought it banged. It banged. Listen was, that, to that. that beat was wild. And really? then I think what he did on it was very, it was, very but, but good. That's the like, only version <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard. I'd never even heard the one. And then someone yeah. said, Oh, do you know that's Drake? I said, Nope. Yeah, yeah. And I don't yeah, need yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I used to play a basketball and the guys would be rapping to it and like I didn't even know that was a Drake song. Yeah. Wow. But it banged. And what he did with it, it was redemption. Yeah, yeah. It was wonderful. There's definitely a place for it, I think, as well. And I think it is, like you said, about just who is it for? Because, yeah, man, I think if you're talking about... If you're talking about an audience of people who are seeking to be... To grow in maturity, mm. then I think there's a certain type of music that is probably catered best for them. Mm. But I think the music that is probably that is like floating on the line kind of thing, mm. like that needs to be for who it's for kind of thing. Because I think when as a more, when so, when you're somebody who's seeking more and seeking depth, if you stay stuck on those sorts of songs and those sorts of even sermons as well, like it can stunt your growth mm. in a lot of ways. And I think it can also, yeah, it, it also comes down to your personal study as well, right? Because I think naturally, as you're personally studying and going deeper in your independent study of the word, that should also influence your appetite and the things that appeal to you. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? And I like I, that. And I agree because I think that also knowing the purpose of it. So yeah. Like if it's a worship song, for me, yeah. the worship song needs to be like on point to the max. Yeah. Right? But if it's like I'm playing basketball and I want some dope beats on the side yeah, and I'm yeah. not, you know, this yeah, is me yeah, expressing yeah, my worship to yeah. God, I'm okay with a little bit of 
this guy's just expressing himself to yeah. a dopey. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so for me, it's also understanding the purpose. Yeah. And I really just feel like as Christians, like we need to be like Berean and like Literally. when you hear a song, actually deep the song because often we just listen yeah. to music, we just let it wash over us. Yeah, and we don't yeah. actually engage with it. I think we need to engage with it and actually really understand what, whether it's worship, praise, whatever. Mm. What are they actually saying? It's true. There are there are some worship songs that I cannot listen to. Like I, I remember I had the conversation with a friend of mine and I told him, I said, I can't listen to that song because I feel like that person who's singing that song, mm. first of all, sound, sounds depressed mm. and the song is depressed. Mm. Mm. Like every time I listen to the song, I felt like just go in your corner or on your bed you know close the curtain yeah turn on the turn off the light yeah. and just start crying lord my life you know i'm like no <laughs> no i don't want to do that, that song will not be in the show notes exactly <laughs> and then the person's like no it's just a person crying out to god i said some cries should be private mm. you don't you know just because you've got a particular wonderful melody and you want to put it in the song it's not for everyone because sometimes most people aren't really there until you take them there, you know. Got you. Do you know what I mean? Got you. It's, it's, it, That's true. You know, and I think it's important. We have to know what we're putting it out there because Paul could have said, "Ish, I had a problem with this boat. I was in struggle, but anyway, I'm just writing this letter. You guys, out. You know what I mean? He could have written a nice song about wretched boat or something going to Rome. <laughs> What's a <her> name? <laughs> wretched boat. Wretched boat. You know, a snake came at me. Mm. but I shook it off type of song mm. you know what I mean it's like but, but, I I, but I think it does come down to are you we, as Christians we should be trying to edify we mm. should be trying to exhort that's mm. the point right so it, for me it's like filtering it of okay is this something that's actually going to edify people mm. you know or is it going to make them go into their room shut the door <laughs> close the curtains and mm. cry about the wretched boat like yeah. what? what is it let me throw a spanner in there though yeah. Do we think that that, cause knowing the power of music and knowing how much music can be used to take someone where they weren't planning to go, mm. do we think that's something that can be flipped on its head and used to our advantage to draw people into the kingdom? What do you mean? So, for example, you know there's certain love songs that will just make, not even love songs, there's certain songs out there mm. that can turn your attention to sex, even though you weren't thinking about it. Yeah. I'm saying that knowing how powerful music is as a device and a tool mm. that it can take your thinking like you guys were saying somewhere that you didn't intend to go or you weren't even planning to go can we use music in such a way that essentially uses that tool to draw people to God do you get, do you get what I'm saying yeah so even though somebody on the listening end wasn't necessarily planning, oh yeah, you know, I want to meet with God or I want to think about God, I want to think about eternity and unbelievable I'm saying by the mm. way. So even though that's may maybe the position they were at, if we know that music is something that's so powerful, can we use it as a tool yeah. to get that person's attention and bring it yeah. to God even though that's never where and, they were planning to go? And to goodness, that's where I think, like for example, Christian rap. Like if you can get good smart christian rap yeah i feel like that's what that can do yeah for example yeah. because when we play basketball i i blast christian rap all the time yeah you should hear people singing it yeah talking about it all of this stuff yeah that was never that they just wanted to come play basketball yeah yeah right? yeah but actually when it's well done mm. it does that you know mm. <laughs> and also um i remember when i was doing these bible studies and 
I would invite people from my workplace. And then this, they were not Christians, obviously. I used to have people who were like literally on the, on the other side of the boat. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it was so difficult to even, how can you invite people to Bible studies who are not Christians? They come, they show up. Mm. But then there was only one song that they loved, Good, Good Father. Wow. I heard a thousand stories of what, and then literally this girl and her mom who always say, can you sing that song, please? We yeah. love it. Because they love the idea of God that way that yeah. he's a father yeah. you know rather than a god that is that is you know somehow somewhere going hey <laughs> you're going to hell you mm. going to hell you know you could go to hell and you could go to hell and you could go to hell hell for you <laughs> <laughs> and i remember uh, you know and i used to say to her can we sing another song she's like but i like that song i said what do you like about that song she says she loves the second verse where he says um i've seen ma many searching for answers far and wide mm. but i know we are all searching for answers you know only mm. you provide she says you know I've, i've been living on earth for 58 years and i've always searched for answers i mean i've i've literally said to people that there is no god there's no god there's no god to the point where i actually had to ask myself say, do you really believe that there is no god mm. she said one day she stood in the mirror asking asking herself do you truly believe that there is no god yeah and she said you know what there must be someone who truly created me mm. and i need to know him Wow. And but out of that song pulled her even much more closer. Come so on. there are songs that people should sing that are very inspirational. I think those are Holy Ghost inspired songs mm. to pull people into the fold. Mm. Like Tolu was saying, those Christian rap songs, there could be a word mm. in that song yeah. that the person remembers mm. and that's One just called Yeah. One day in the, in the car, I said, dude, mm. remember that time? I heard this in the song mm. about God's goodness and all that kind of stuff. And then that just starts the whole journey because mm. the Holy Spirit never needs a whole verse. Yeah. He needs two words out of that. Mm. So I think we just we just need to be more a bit yielded to that. But then again, bro, you can't really stop people from making music. Mm. And, but I, I also don't think that we should. And mm. I think that sometimes we forget the bigness of God in all yeah, of this. Yeah. Like, yes, it is important that we have good doctrine and good teaching. But God can use anyone. God could use a donkey. <laughs> a donkey. Do you think the donkey brushed his teeth and had nice no. breath? No. Like, God could use anything as yeah. a connection point. Come Even on. rocks <laughs> to cry out. Exactly. So for me, it's like, God can actually use where people are at. And mm. it's just remember that people, well, some people might be, but most people aren't out to make doctrinally wrong songs. They're not out to mislead people. Yeah. You know, that's not really their heart. Like, if you're putting your yourself out there as a Christian rapper, unless you're like an enemy agent, most <laughs> of the time, you're really just, you're just trying to make Christian music. an enemy agent. <laughs> but you could be a guy went there, bro. He's you know like what I mean? enemy agent. <laughs> you know, so... I just think that we need to have more grace. Yeah. And we need agreed. to understand the bigness of God in all of this. Yeah. But then at the same time, know where you are and know what you need to be listening to and what you shouldn't be listening to. That's good. That's good. Well, well. I think that is a great place to end the conversation. Mm. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast. Thank you, Jonas, the beloved, for your thoughts your input Much and you made it through an episode without mentioning the c word <laughs> so i think we uh, no 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 You're, cut, cut the mic. mic cut the mic cut what, his what mic, mic. Cut his mic. Cut the christianity <laughs> christianity 
That's what it means. <laughs> he made Christianity. It a whole episode Christianity. Without, without mentioning that word that Listen. he's mentioning two consecutive podcasts. So let's keep it going. Let's keep it moving. But yeah, reason to behold. No subscribe, like, hey, leave it. Uh, follow Jonas the Beloved. And yeah, get talk You to might us know about, what the word is. Yeah. That can be one of those questions for the, for the Insta. What is the C word? What's the C word? Um, but yeah, we would love to hear your thoughts about the conversation we just had and your inputs. So yeah. <laughs>